This is the Wed Prep Podcast, brought to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie, and this time around we're talking about ceremonies, and we're joined by M from the RovingRev.com. Emmy Free, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me, Alan. Um, we can tell from your accent that you're not from Galway, so tell us, <laughs> where, where are you from? Just north of Dublin. Excellent. You see, I told you she wasn't from Galway. <laughs> um, you, you've, you just mentioned a few minutes ago that you've, you've done... You've done quite a number of ceremonies. Mm. Um, you've definitely got the experience on both sides of the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Um, but every, I think every Irish couple who are getting married, they're still a little unsure who they're booking and what they're booking them to do. So could you explain to us, first of all, what is the difference between a celebrant and a solemnizer? Okay, so let's go back to basics Student, <laughs> here we go. Please help us. <laughs> I will help you. Um, so a celebrant usually does symbolic ceremonies, and they can be independent or um, with an organization, such as um, um, spiritual ceremonies, I think, have a few celebrants. But they're mainly solemnizers with that organization. Um, so the UK Society of Celebrants, um, you know, ordained celebrants. Uh, then I was ordained with Universal Life Church back in America, which is not just north of Dublin. It's <laughs> further away. It's west of Galway. Yeah, yeah, it is west of Galway. Yes. We love Galway here. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's the difference. So the um, solemnizers are legal and celebrants are symbolic. It would have been very funny if you said celebrants were illegal. That's a different, <laughs> different story. Um, <laughs> so what typically so happens then? I mean, if, if, if uh, a celebrant is not... If, if they don't have capacity to, to sign the legal registration forms, then mm. how does it all work? What happens then? Mm. Am, am I actually getting married on the day? What's what's going on? It is still your wedding day. It is your big day. I mean, especially if you've planned it, it's the, the date is significant to you. So you're absolutely having your dream day on your wedding day with your celebrant. Um, however, there's just one extra piece. And then I'm used to this from America because you have to go back to town hall a second time to pick up your paperwork. So here, what we recommend as independent celebrants is go back for that second um, visit. We we call it do the legal bit. Mm. It usually takes about 10 minutes in the registrar's office, um, Monday through Friday. And I usually say just go a few days before your actual wedding day to do the legal bit. And the legal bit is just the paperwork. Yeah. Um, so the registrar will say, do you? Yes, I do. Do you? Yes, I do. <laughs> and then, and then fireworks. Sign and no. <laughs> the paperwork and hightail it out of there and start, you know, finishing up with those last minute details yeah. for your actual wedding day. I think I think it's really to do with the couple. Like how mm. how do you feel about like what what is it in your heart? Like are you marrying the person and you're mm. saying the vows and you're in front of everybody that you love that you want there? Mm. That is to me marriage because you're giving them your vows. Um, I believe mm. like the piece of paper. Yeah, it's it's necessary to live in this government to show that that piece of paper means mm. that you're married. But for me, it's just a piece of paper. So yes, I'm kind yes. of some people are like, oh no, I don't want to like be married before the wedding mm. or I don't want to have a wedding and not be married but what is marriage to you like if you can look at your partner and say that vows to me that's that's the connection that's that's the time they're not that so it were is you you put it so well um it's because that symbolic piece that i actually enjoyed in america Mm. when a couple said to me we don't want to do the legal part 
It's about our love. It's mm. not about any government, any mm. state saying that we're married. It's about our love. I mean, I've done secret marriages. Yeah. Um, I have secret marriages coming up where they never, ever plan to go to the HSE. Um, so yeah. that's fine. And I say secret marriage because typically when we do say, if they do want the legal bit, I say, don't tell anybody then it's still the big wedding yeah, day. Yeah, because some because some of your guests, you know, you're they don't do they don't want to disappoint their guests. But yes. like, what is what is that? The guests are there. They're ha- they're happy for That's you. They're it. happy that you're giving your life to this person and vice exactly. versa. So yeah, just whatever's in your heart, lads, go for that. That's I do it. remember actually attending a surprise wedding once. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Did the, the guests, bride know? The, the bride, did, the bride and groom did know. Did the groom know? The, oh my the gosh! Guests, <laughs> the guests were all going to a christening. Oh and, oh, and then the, the the priest on the day then said, well we actually have another ceremony we're going to do here and then you can just see all these shocked guests who suddenly realised they hadn't put enough money in their card oh no um, well, that's <laughs> memorable <laughs> so we've, we've got to move on to um, planning out hmm. the ceremony hmm. um, how much of it can be personalised how much of it has to be in there how much of it is prescripted as needing to be there can the vows be different hmm. is what's said between the parties scripted do you choose from a list mm. do you write it yourself tell us about that Ellen, mm. you are well researched mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm Listen, this is the web prep podcast it is called, called us all our research prepping. <laughs> <laughs> so yes i mean it should be planned out in advance i mean that's what celebrants are about it's about the unique personalization of the wedding ceremony that's what we do best that is our calling card so to speak so we'll sit there and we'll chat with the couple in advance whether it's by email phone call you get to hear our voices very important mm. um and also by video you know and if you can't make it to the office now i do have an office at the village hotel in betty's town did nice. I just name drop what? That's oh my gosh, I love that venue. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Um, but yeah, you can meet with me however means is comfortable for you. I know some, you know, families are just rushing around and they can't mm. rustle up all the kids to make a, a wedding meeting with any of their suppliers. I get that. So yeah. whatever's convenient for you, I meet you where you're at, however is convenient. And then we go from there and we just piece out like, is it a multicultural wedding? Do you need a different language? I speak three languages. Oh, fluently. what are they? Go on. Je parle français. Oh, merci. Aussi, uh, yo hablo espanol perfectamente. Si, si, si. <laughs> so, una cerveza, um, por favor. Oh, hey. una cerveza. Si now we're play. on a whole oh, different no, podcast. Carl okay. <laughs> <laughs> is zipping his lip in the corner, folks. Yeah. Carl is here, mat. but he just, we took his microphone <laughs> away because last podcast he just didn't have anything good to say. So, <laughs> sorry Cahill <laughs> so yes so returning for personalization so it could be multicultural it could be interfaith with a wedding celebrant if you want spiritual we can do spiritual um, like I said usually here in Europe you've got the UK Society of Celebrants so there is some you know spiritual influences but that's all I know on that particular um, group but you know so you can tailor it to however you like you know languages do you want traditions do you want to involve your your family do you want to involve your children somehow in a special ritual oh, lovely yeah. it is so nice to bring the kids up for mm. that i mean not just page boy 
and um, Flower Girl, but to bring the kids in for, say, the Unity Candle or the Unity Sand or yeah. um, have them hold hands next to you as you jump the broom. Oh, stop. I'm going to cry. I know. She's, she's tearing up <laughs> over here. It's all about the tear factor for me. If you can make your guests cry, that's yes. that you've gone to a good wedding. <laughs> I usually have a tissue, like, either oh. on the quote-unquote altar or, you know, nearby. So, yeah, yeah because, uh, you do, know. Do you go as well? Do you tear up? I do sometimes. Aww. I do because, you know, you just look at the couple and you, yeah. you see, you know, it's it's often the groom, I got to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> they yes. go first. Yeah, I've, I've, the grooms go first. I think we've, they, all, we've all seen grooms who've, oh. who've been kind of caught oh. on the day. It's the love is totally so surprise. pure. Yeah. Like they mm. realize that it is the right moment. Like, you know, it's the right thing to do. Oh, it's guys. a life transition. Yeah, I mean, think absolutely. about the nerves. It's like it's a ball of nerves right there. Yeah. You know, you feel it in your gut. And then, mm. and then it's all fun after that. Mm. You know, once you may kiss the bride mm. i'm trying to get a couple to agree to you may kiss the groom haven't had any takers yet why not <laughs> i take that i'll take it right <laughs> which groom am i kissing I, <laughs> i'm only messing all right fiona she's single and I'm single. she's on johnny the i haven't forgot you <laughs> johnny gets another mention of the podcast hello johnny um uh, <laughs> we're speaking with em from the roving rev.com and this this could be a very interesting podcast um <laughs> What's the typical amount of time required to plan with a couple? Um, well, you know, tradition dictates a year, but that goes back to when, um, you know, weddings were in churches and stuff, mm. you know, pre-canine, you have to go through all the premarital. That's all in, I was going to ask in term, about In terms of the actual, yeah. how much contact time face-to-face mm. for meetings and, and planning yeah. by email? I mean, is this something that's going to take like an hour? Mm. Is it five hours? Is it I usually, three days? 30 minutes. 30 minutes mm. typically. Now, some couples would need more than that because they have very you know specific things in mind. It's about the couple's vision for the day. Mm. It's about the look and feel that they want. And if it takes them longer to talk about it, that's fine. But I usually carve out about a half an hour for a free consult. And I'm sure most other celebrants do as well. Um, well I'd like to think so. Because, you know, you want to, you know, have that contact period. So, you know, I've been seeing usually a year in advance um, before the wedding, but I've had people like, well, in America, forget it. You only need to give five days notice. So I've had a wedding in three Whoa. days planning. Was time. that Las Vegas? It wasn't Las it's Vegas. It's like gunshot wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, if you're listening, Vegas is still on the cards. Come on, Johnny. <laughs> Come on, Johnny. We can do so, it. <laughs> so the, and when it comes to the, the ideal running order um, for, for a wedding, I mean, you've, you've oh. seen so many ceremonies. I'm sure you've you've had moments where you've kind of said to yourself, I would have done that a little differently just maybe to have a better impact. So Mm. this is now your moment to tell us all, if you were to give the ideal Mm. from start to finish in terms of where you might have readings or vows or music, give me your quick 30 second rundown on the perfect running order. I will just say, can we lose the chairs? The chairs are also a throwback to um, being in a church ceremony, which would typically take an hour. So the bride and groom would get really tired standing there. So I get the chairs in a church setting. I would love it if the hotels would remove the chairs, because if you ask any wedding photographer, it is so hard to take a picture of this couple when the tux is getting crushed uh. and the the beautiful gown is getting crushed. You know, it's mm. so much nicer for wedding photographs to have a couple standing up for the 20, 30, 35 minutes 
that's usually how much, you know, it's just not a long thing, you know, when you you have your own symbolic ceremony, you know, Mm -hmm. you have a little bit of um, uh, music in the middle, maybe a cellist or a guitarist, a soloist, you know, some simple, but beautiful. (laughs) Alan's available for piano playing, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, he wanted a plug and I I forgot to say it before. So there you go. I'm over it now. Over yeah. it now. <laughs> so usually like the, you know, the order of service, if we can call it that, is would be, you know, your processional coming through with whoever you have as your attendance or no attendance at all. Um, your introduction to the ceremony, which would be about, you know, how serious the marriage is, if that's the look and feel and vision of the couple. Mm. But if it's not, it could be fun filled. Like, you know, we're going to be like... You know, two happy-go-lucky folks, whatever they want. So, um, so, and then you would do a reading or two readings. It doesn't have to be a reading from the Bible. I suggest alternative readings from world literature or poetry or a song lyric. Yay. Yay. I've had um, somebody call in their friend to... Uh, read them the song as if it was spoken word and there was not a dry eye in the house that was down in Cork it was amazing that brings me to a question we have Mm. a great um, Facebook group going it's private group Mm. exclusive for uh, couples planning their wedding wed prep by wedding suppliers it's called and I put the question out there to the brides is there any but we have a lovely celebrant um, and I said your name and we said that we were going to be talking to you today Um, do they have any questions and one that came up I thought was quite nice and I would like to know this as well where's the best place you've ever married someone in Ireland Oh my gosh, the, the news it, are going to be like, what did yeah. she say? <laughs> no, can, does anything stand out? Did any, did any one particular venue or mm. even place stand out? Because I, I know that you can do ceremonies outside as well, like Glenda yes. Lock and, or something like that. Yeah. Is there any one place that stood out? I know that we have amazing venues yeah. <laughs> all over Ireland. You know, Ireland's beautiful like that. Yeah, so. It's so gorgeous. Uh, you know, I can't say any one venue actually really did. And I'm not being diplomatic there. Okay. <laughs> venue wise, I'm really not. They're, mm. they're gorgeous. There's been some stunning places. I yeah. tend toward castles lately because yeah. I'm catering now more to um, the multinational couples. Mm. Uh, I'll have an Irish person marrying a Spanish person and it's lovely. Yeah. And I do the wedding in two languages and it makes everybody happy. Um, yeah. So those have been all over. And then American couples love castles. Oh my Gee, God, the classic you... Irish castle. That's yeah, oh. destination wedding all over. Destination yeah. weddings to yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Is, is big for me. Um, so I would say castles, if I had to pick, I don't know, they're just all gorgeous. I'm American born. <laughs> so I'm like drooling yeah. every time like I princess. go in. I'm like, yeah. oh, look, the hounds are coming to meet me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. All right. I don't know what accent I'm doing there. Anyway. it <laughs> <laughs> sounded good to me. I normally do an American accent when I'm excited. So this is great. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can beat okay. up you now. <laughs> so, no, I wouldn't say new, but I would say I was so impressed by an elopement. Um at at the foot of the Aragal Mountains, and oh. it was like this adventure on wheels. And uh, shout out to photographer Liam Kidney. On oh, that he's one. amazing! Yeah, <laughs> Liam Kidney. He's actually one of our suppliers. He's yeah, yes, he's, awesome. he's fabulous. So he actually engineered all that, and literally, I was chasing him around the foothills mm. until we found the perfect <laughs> spot. We drove in an hour, and this is what we do as premium wedding suppliers on WeddingSuppliers.ie. See, I'm getting good at this. Hang <laughs> <laughs> on, let me do the jingle. Diddling. Thank okay. you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can't sing. That's 
Alan. All right. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was just, and we found the perfect spot and it was, people were pulling over on the side of the road oh. because they saw us there in the Irish mist with the peat bong. Oh, and magical. The, it yeah. was just, I mean, you thought the fairies it. were there, you know, you're like, ooh. There's something sparkling. <laughs> I love it. Nice. We're, we're almost at the end of this podcast. Mm. So the final question that I wanted to ask you, Emma, because I think you may have actually prepared this for us, because I know Fiona was, but you were very, you were very kind of thorough in how you, you mm. kind of approach and contact our guests. And yes. You asked and prepared little tips for yeah. us. Yeah, so <laughs> sure we're why looking, not? We're looking for the, the top tips for somebody who is looking for their celebrant or their solemnizer. Um, Tell us what should people be looking for? Thank you for asking, Alan. I did prepare a statement. <clears throat> testimonials, number one, testimonials. And people aren't doing the star reviews anymore because nobody believes them. So let's go with testimonials, actual narratives, the words of the couple. That's what holds weight. So look at those testimonials and look for recent ones. So that way you know you're... Your supplier has been doing stuff lately. Yeah. Number two, <laughs> experience. Very important. Um, if the if your celebrant is cutting their teeth on your wedding, a little frightening, okay? So maybe ask how many weddings they've done. Because even down to crowd control, I mean, experience is, is quite important, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, because, you know, you're not just um, like I'm a counselor by by trade. Um, you know, I do listen to my couples quite, you know, keenly. Um, you know, you need to hear what they're saying, what they want for their vision and how they envision their wedding ceremony and then respond to that. So it's very you have to be responsive as a celebrant. Um, the experience piece happens, though, is you know, if somebody hasn't done it before, you know, they don't disclose that, you know, then where's that trust? So there's so many different factors to take into account with somebody's experience. Now, I had a first wedding too. I'm not discounting that. Yeah, that's that. it. Everybody has to start somewhere, you know, but you do need to trust the person that you're, yeah, you've hired, obviously. So, absolutely. Yeah. And then the other element you're saying is like, um, you know, you have to be a mistress or a master of ceremonies, depending on whatever gender you identify as. Mm. And you need to be there. Um, and crowd control, like you said, is like, you know, I once had a heckler. Oh, where was that? Was that in America? Oh, no, no, no. It was in Ireland. I am shocked. My very first wedding on (laughs) this side of the pond, I had somebody who had been hitting the sauce a little bit beforehand, (gasps) and he just got up and he's like, oh, I can't believe she's marrying him or something like that. Oh, my gosh. I was like, um, um. So is there there um, anybody that has to say, do you say that, by the way? Do you say if there's anybody here that would... No, God, no. No, We lost that years ago. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he had no right then. (laughs) He didn't. I had to give him my best you know, authoritative stare with the raised eyebrow. Oh, wow. The raised yeah. eyebrow. Oh, yeah. she's doing it now, lads, and I yeah. can't look at her. And yeah. it's, <laughs> Sorry, Em. It's a withering stare. Em, the roving rev. She can it's a withering <laughs> stare. Okay, what's the worst thing on the list? Because I'm really freaked out by the stare. <laughs> You don't want to interrupt a couple on their happy day. That's all. You know, let them have their moment, you know. Um, Personalization. A celebrant will personalize your ceremony. They will, you know, bend over backwards to make sure that you're happy and that, you know, you get exactly what you want from your day. You know, this is your day, your one day. Mm. And, you know... 
you have to have it the way you want it, you know. So if you want to be walked down the aisle by your brother, a celebrant needs to be sensitive to that. I mean, there's so many little details you have to look out for Mm. in a wedding ceremony. Mm. Um, Has there been an ancestor that passed away recently? Oh, yeah, of course. That sensitivity needs to be taken into an account. And if you don't sense that when hiring your celebrant, you need to go to a different celebrant. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to know that they're going to honor that, uh, the passing of your loved one with sensitivity um, during your ceremony. If that's what you choose to do, some people do it in a different way, and that's okay too. Yeah, to be remembered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I typically will uh, include, the. I call it the ringing of the bells. So I'll bring Tibetan bells, and we'll just have the couple hold them and clang them gently together to remember mm. their their lost loved one and that's usually at the beginning of the ceremony and then we pick the ceremony up from there with love and care oh. and go to the big crescendo at the end Jazz you hands. may kiss the groom <laughs> yes <laughs> we will have a taker for that okay tip number five what have you got you lost count alan i'm on four now Hello. oh my gosh there's so many tips in there I lads. Know. <laughs> i'm teasing you it is for though. Oh, um, <laughs> value, value for money. So you definitely want to get that little extra, you know. So if they can throw in a little, little goodie for you, it doesn't hurt to ask, you know. Certainly, if you're you're on the fence about your celebrant mm-hmm. and it's price that might make the difference or value, what more can they throw in for you? Mm. And that's a sign that you're interested. If you're a couple, you're interested. If you're asking, is there any discounts? Is there anything? And like I do um, a hand calligraphed um, wedding certificate. Oh, nice. And I love the calligraphy and I love receiving them. So, yeah. so I, I do that usually the morning of or the night before just as an extra add-on. No yeah. extra charge. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have a travel fee. So that's oh, another yeah. thing. That's good I'll, to note as well. So the Roving Seriously? Rev does travel around Ireland. Um, the clue is in the name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's perfectly, perfectly <laughs> named as well. So your Damn. price is what you see is what you get. Like you don't have to and have those added upset. extras. Exactly. <laughs> that could be your tagline. <laughs> could be. Oh, that in. Um, and the last one is voice and presence. So mm. obviously you don't want, I, I, I don't know if you've heard of Gilbert Godfrey, but he's very nasally. Okay. You know, okay. he's an American actor. I'm going to have like, to wow. look him up. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to be Googling him. Wedding. You know? <laughs> or wait, how about, like, I did have a Princess Bride wedding once, and they actually wanted me to sound like that reverend there. Oh, Marriage. Okay. A dream within a dream. <laughs> so that was That's fun. a really random request. That that was, <laughs> I'd love to see that. <laughs> we get all sorts of requests. Yeah. I had a wedding at the top of a lighthouse. We could fit six people up there, and it was a hundred steps up. Oh. <laughs> so. You'd have to have a really kind of, yeah, <laughs> loose gown. Yes. So yeah. I rove everywhere. I'm hoping for a scuba diving wedding. Just saying, if this gets out there Ooh. to the right scuba diving couple. Snorkeling, I'll take snorkeling. <laughs> snorkeling will do. Be In the Maldives. your water wedding. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Sounds good to me, huh? I'm really so happy we stayed on track for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing going through my mind is the wedding in the lighthouse. Could we say it was on the rocks? Anyway, oh! Oh! Um, on that note, we leave you from the Wed Prep Podcast with WeddingsOfLiars.ie. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. We'll see you next time. <laughs>